From the Woodshed, a casual conversation with Chase Morrill and Ryan Eldridge from Kennebec Cabin Company, the team that inspired the hit show Main Cabin Masters. From the Woodshed is brought to you by Nelma. See the stamp, trust the quality. By Hero Media Arts, connecting small business with new customers. And by Hammond Lumber, your building project partner. Now, from the Woodshed Studios at KCC Headquarters in Manchester, Maine, it's Chase and Ryan. Welcome back to From the Woodshed. I'm Chase Morrill. With me, as always, Ryan Eldridge. Hi, guys. And Maggie Morrill. Hi. We're here to talk about all things cabin, all things cabin-related, and all things main cabin-related. Covers just about everything. <laughs> yeah, it really does. So on this episode today, we have Jedi as our guest. Yeah. Which will be fun, and we are going to talk to him. We've got questions coming, and yeah, should be a good episode. And we missed a trivia question last week. We'll have that at the end. We'll have a new question. So, Picking up where we left off last year. That's right. That's right. We want to thank our sponsors, Nelma. You can find out more at nelma.org, easternwhitepine.org, sprucepinefur.org, and Hero Media Arts. You can find out about them at heromediaarts.com. And, of course, our favorite lumber supplier, Hammond Lumber Company, the official building material supplier of Kennebec Cabin Company. And you can find out you can find us at KennebecCabinCompany.com, YouTube page, MainCabMasters.com, Instagram, and soon to be Snapchat. We're everywhere. Don't say that. <laughs> no, our social media game has really stepped up in a year. Yeah, yeah. And now it's just like rolling; it's on fire. I mean, we are on point with social media now. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we've come a long ways. <laughs> we got a long ways to go. That's all right. We'll get there. We'll get there. Baby steps. Yeah. So. You know, we're in, we're in the spirit. We've got the uh, holiday spirit, that is, not the spirits. <laughs> yeah, I didn't sleep well last night after that first podcast of season two the, the other day, but I'm feeling better about it. Good, good, good. We were rusty. That's all right. That's all right. We're working the kinks out. Yeah, I think we have a good performance today. Perfect. We're going we're gonna to rely heavily on Jedi, so <laughs> all right. hopefully he brings and, his A-game. Uh, and no, no more of this Zoom stuff for a while. We'll try that again in a couple of weeks. <laughs> we'll get it figured out. We'll get it figured out. But yeah, so we are, you know, decked out for the holidays. We had Skybox holiday and event lighting come and really do the place up right. It looks great. It, you know, matches the rest of the city. Too. Matches the rest of Manchester. I got a tree a couple weeks ago. Yep. Just right with that weather change. Yeah. We had it good for a long time. We did. We were able to get a lot done. We got, I think, all the painting done. We painted in December this year. Yeah. Lucky. Two I mean, years. I mean, last year. We wouldn't have. Two years ago, we definitely would have. Yeah. You know, those Facebook memories caught, pop up in like eight, December 18, like they were skiing everywhere at Sugarloaf. We were chopping ice to get to um, Gary McKenzie's camp. That's right. That's it's right. It's amazing how much it could, difference it can be. Yeah. And that one Thanksgiving for the face camp, we were we made the pond hockey. Oh, I yeah. mean, that was six Yo. inches of ice, and that was at Thanksgiving. Yeah. So you never know. I was thinking about um, Thanksgiving at the Lad Center. You know, some. Some years it's sunny and muddy, and other years it's, yep. who knows. But it, ch- it changed just like that. So yep. we're in winter mode now. We are in winter mode. I'm starting to tuck everything back into the house. How's ski season going? Don't know. Training time. You're right. You've got your new skis. You're ready. I don't have everything, but that's okay. You'll what kind s- of skis did you get? Uh, I have both. I have a GS and Slalom. No, no. What, what, what brand? I don't know. I just look. I don't know. Doesn't matter. She's gonna go fast no matter that, what. Yep, exactly. She'll get him shined up. Grab I, a stick of juicy fruit. 
I wouldn't even know what the ski company is these days. I don't know. They're just what like... was it when we were kids? Rosignol or? Yep. Heart. Remember Heart? Yep. I had Blizzard. Blizzards. Blizzards. Yeah. Elans. Yeah. And the uh, CB jackets. Oh, the old <laughs> CB jacket. Everyone had a CB jacket. <laughs> yeah. You'd go up to what was the uh, what was the store the department store in Waterville? Finally. No, Levinsky's. No. Levinsky's in Portland. Uh, it's Schlossberg, Schlossberg's in Gardner. Yeah, not sure now. Where I come from, you ski in jeans. Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. Not anymore. Back in the day. Yeah. So we will be uh, right back with our guest Jedi. Introducing the Ask This Old House podcast from the team at This Old House, the PBS series that inspired a generation of home enthusiasts. Each week, our experts share exceptional home improvement advice with homeowners from around the country. Plus, you'll learn tips and tricks to tackle your toughest projects with confidence, from electrical issues to landscaping ideas and so much more. Subscribe to Ask This Old House wherever you get your podcasts. Our guest segment today is brought to you by Allagash Brewing, and our guest today is Jedi. I probably know the answer to this, but Jedi, would you like coffee, water, or Allagash beer? Hmm. I'll have an Allagash, please. All right. Nice, good call. I was hoping you go Allagash. We have one Allagash white and four... I'll try. Some double, triple... Stuff. 16 counties. Ooh, those are good. I've had one of those before. Okay. I'll take one of those, please. There you go. Jedi? I'll do the white, please. Okay. I lied. I lied. I would love a... Um, I, left uh, it, I left it down <laughs> in the fridge. Sorry. Thanks. Would you like a mug? Um, I'm good with the can, thank you. All right. I'm good. Now you got your water. Well. So 16 counties. Um, this is named Jeez. after 16 counties in Maine. Anyone know the song? 16 counties. Maggie does. Let's hear it, Maggie. <laughs> yes, come yes, on. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Come on. Okay, ready? Yep. I, actually, do I know it? You know it. I can go. I don't know if I know the last two. Roll with it. 16 counties, Hazard State, Cumberland and Franklin, Piscataquis and Kennebec, Oxford and Erskog and Walda, Washington and York, Lincoln, Oxford and Hancock, Sagatahawk and Somerset, Aroostook and Penobscot. Boom, that was it. Yes! Thank you. Nice work. I, I, got, I only got 14. I don't think I knew that <laughs> until like 8th grade. Coney <laughs> yeah, you skipped two fingers there. I saw it. <laughs> nice job. Thank you. Nailed it. Yeah. Your education is finally... I learned that in, like, eighth grade. So last year. Yeah. <laughs> Good to know you retain that. So, Jed, how's it going? Good. Yeah. What's new? I mean, <laughs> we see you on a daily basis, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, not a ton new. Working away, you know. Uh, as you guys and everybody know, we got these cabins that we're wrapping up and trying to get through the season and take it into the holidays. Almost to the holidays. Yeah. But it's been a good season. I mean, the weather's worked out. Been a good season. It's weather's a- worked out. 2020 wasn't as terrible as everybody makes it out to be. It was pretty bad, but there were some good highlights and yeah. some worthy moments in 2020. Well, we've been lucky because on the job site, you kind of go back to normal because it's small job sites. We're outside. You know, we don't have a lot of outside influences, so it's a little, a little groups. And, you know, it, it kind of feels normal. 
the, you know, the film crew comes and everyone's they have the masks up. We're getting our temperatures taken, but when it's just you know two or three guys on a job site that's been working together, it kind of feels normal. Yeah, most of the time we're out in the woods somewhere and. Till you go to the store for lunch and forget your mask. <laughs> <laughs> Send one of the guys in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this this doesn't really fly anymore. Mm. That, that flew the first month. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling your shirt up over your nose. Speaking of that, they need like masks with like little scent things you can put in them. Like if this mask had a layer of like pine needles or fur ba- fur needles in between, sewn in between it, yeah. Oof. Or you just brush your teeth. <laughs> That's the way. <right. laughs> well, what about breakfast? Like I've I've definitely had a breakfast sandwich in there. And you don't know what it's like to have a beard. Yeah, or chew gum, I guess, right? I uh, yeah. carry a bottle of mouthwash in my truck. I have oh, to. Oh, that's smart. I have to. I can't keep up with uh, yeah. with my daily diet and routine and everything. So, yeah, always have a little bottle of Listerine in the truck. Yeah. And nobody, um, what would you call it? Beard mask? <laughs> they need something. <laughs> oh, yeah, they don't fit on Almost like a hairnet that just takes it all in because yep. you, you either wear it and then you take it off and your beard looks all distorted or, you, you know, it's... It's odd. Yeah, it's like one size fits all. It should be more. Should be like a bra. You have an XL, double XL, triple XL. <laughs> right, different size masks. Yeah, and that—that's what I like buffs because it just. Yep. And then I was wondering if uh, turtlenecks are going to make a comeback. Because <laughs> right, ask, ask Harry Wolfenden. <laughs> He's the only guy I know that still wears a. <laughs> but I mean, that's like a, ma- a buff built in, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've been up. trying to push to people the uh, the Loki hooded sweatshirts. They're, they've been an outdoor gear supplier for a long time, but they have hoodies with masks already built into them. So you can just pull it right up over and either wear it down around your neck yeah. or pull it up over your face, but it's built right into the hood of the sweatshirt, and they're, they're comfortable, and they're a good-sized mask. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know why Loki hasn't just blown up everywhere right now. Masks built right in. They're, yeah, they're wicked nice. And that was before everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have, I've had one for... Right, right. Six or eight years, anyway. Anyone tried those things that sit on your chin reverse? Like the little piece of plastic that goes up? No. That looks so weird to me. And like, like if, uh, It's like a piece of foam, and then it looks like just a, you know, oh, a shovel yeah, yeah, head yeah. of plastic. The mini face shield. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like one of those old characters, the wooden ones that go like this, that when they talk, to, but it's opposite. <laughs> <laughs> ah, another year, this will be good, hopefully. A hundred days, then. right? Everybody wear a mask for 100 days. That's what they're saying. No, we'll see. Start the count. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Get it over with. Yeah. Everybody do your part. Let's get this over with. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, besides COVID and all that, it's been a, a fairly decent season. You were on – you weren't on – mostly on the Cornwall camp, the first episode. No, no, I, no, no uh, right. Wilkinson. No, Anderson. Anderson, Anderson. First, Anderson first round out on um, out in Whitefield. Yep, yep. Kind of out in your neck of the woods. Yep, yep. Close to home. Well, that's going to be a good one. Yeah, that was a great transformation. The old dilapidated army barracks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a good. Did you see the good pictures uh, from Colby College put online the other day? No. The group pictures of all of us. No, I didn't. Oh, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. After the episode, they put some on. Thank yeah. you, Colby. I saw. I I forgot how hot it was that day. Like, that was probably one of the hottest days of the summer. Yep. And they had shut down all the AC in the entire place. You know, all the air ventilation. They just had that giant fan going, just trying to cool down. It's easier to see the heat on TV, like, than the cold. Like, 
can't tell how cold it really is, but no, yeah, when you're sweating profusely, (laughs) (laughs) running around the gym. Uh, So I saw Gavin's dad the other day. We we had to make fun of that laugh, that um, dive for the belly, the belly flop. He's like, yeah, I saw that wasn't good. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. That's kind of like Brad's debut. You know, we're missing the side of the boat with a log. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. You, you start low, you, you now it's only only up to go. Yeah. <laughs> Next season we'll say, all right, Gav, go jump off. He'll do a double trip. Back yeah, flip. exactly. Get a rope swing involved and <laughs> up his game a little bit. Yeah, but he did it. Yeah, he did a good job. Yeah. So you've been doing much duck hunting. I have, yeah. Um, when possible, um, weather's been kind of weird. Um, still, warm, it was still warm, you know. So the birds really have no. No need to fly south when it's uh, when it's still warm out, but um, so that really slows it down. But I'm, I'm just all about getting out there, yeah, yeah. being on the water at five o'clock in the morning and hearing everything wake up around you. It's it's pretty sweet. Do they like go back and forth? It's it's getting cold, so they go down to like New Hampshire, gets warm, they turn around, go back up <laughs> they, to Roostick, then go back. And- they will backtrack and, will. and back and forth for a little bit. Like, the weather will really mess with the birds. Um, so it's not like I'm heading south and going. Nope, nope. They'll, they'll roost up somewhere, stop along the way, almost find their bed and breakfast really? lake and, yeah. or river and, and hang out. But there's, like, four, four or five major flyways across the United States, migratory flyways, where they all come down from Canada. Yep. And they, like, the main eastern flyway... He meets up down on like the Mississippi River, and then they all kind of congregate, congregate, and end up down south in different areas. But and that's about as far south as they'll make it. Uh, no, they'll some some species will go South America. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they'll just keep right on trucking. But crazy. Yep. And do um, like lake birds tend to stay like ocean birds? There's a difference between ocean birds and lake birds. Correct. Yep, yep. Uh, like your diving ducks, your seagoing ducks, I mean, they can hold a lot colder weather. Um, your black ducks, your mallards, um, they can withstand a lot colder. Okay. Um, all your littler birds, like your teal and stuff like that, they're uh, they're out of here early. Your wood ducks, yeah. they're gone early season. And very rarely, once you get into this time of year right now, you, you won't see certain species. Can you duck hunt like Connecticut and like New Jersey and stuff? I've never thought about that. Like, Everywhere. They're getting bled at them the whole way. Yep. <laughs> so it's like quite an adventure. We we always like to say we educate some birds on their way through. Like they'll learn not to come into this style of decoys, or they'll pick up on yeah, things. Yeah. Or like I feel bad for those people down south that the motion decoys or the mojos they don't ducks won't really fall for that after about the seventh or eighth time being shot at down the line, but. You're getting the naive ones, the ones that don't know any better, and by the time they're down there, they're like, no. Nope. <laughs> it's like the first day of the deer season to the last. Yeah. Yep. No, no duck hunting season goes late into the winter, too, right? Sea ducks? Yep. Yeah, it uh, kind of closes down as you go down along towards getting towards the coast, but uh, yeah, right in through till January. Um, you can be out in the ocean shoot, shooting sea ducks. How's and, the new boat working? Good, good. Hasn't failed me yet. Nice. Um, I decided to test it out at like 3.30 in the morning. Um, first duck on first try with the, with the boat, and uh, it made it. That's that's brave of you right there. It was very brave. <laughs> uh, my hunting partner, Georgie, uh, 
it was foggy. I don't know if you remember last weekend, weekend before yeah. last, where the fog was just ridiculous. Um, we did get lost on Gabazi for about 25 minutes. That's scary. You, I like I could barely see George in the front of the boat. Is how thick it was, and we had to creep along, find one of the islands, hang out on shore for a minute, see if it cleared up, trying to get service to find out where yeah. on the lake we were, but. Yeah, you get lost and turn around in the fog in a hurry. You think you wouldn't either. It's amazing how fast it can happen. Like on a snowmobile in the dark. like One slight degree of a wrong turn and you're five minutes in the wrong direction. And then yeah. you try to backtrack and not sure if you're backtracking in the right direction. I mean, you really could go in circles yep. thinking you're going in a perfectly straight line yep. and not even know it. And then throw in the fact that Cobbacy is about three feet shallower than it should be and all the rocks. Like, yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, but no, it's working out good. Nice. I already found out, though, I need a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's always that way. It's a, it's a much better boat than my canoe and my skull boat, but I need a bigger boat. <laughs> now, you and George wouldn't both go out in the canoe. Um, yeah, yep. We'll find little lake, uh, little streams yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah uh, jump shooting. Yeah. One guy paddles, one guy shoots. Um, but nice. it's a little, little hairier when you're in a canoe and you're trying to shoot and turning around and... Yeah. yeah, I bet. I don't trust myself in a canoe with like a t. Uh, no, no thanks. <laughs> right? Try to stay. At least a gun's easy. If you go down, you can clean it out. You know, <laughs> yeah. dry it out and oil it down. Right? Yeah. My one of my little buddy hunting buddies. He's got uh, he's got a a gun that's at the bottom of Cobbsy Stream. Been there for oh eight or ten years. He went overboard in the canoe and lost most everything. Couldn't find it and. That's where I need to go magnet fishing. Yeah. Cobbsy yeah. Stream. It's a nice shotgun. <laughs> really Did catch you catch anything magnet fishing? Not, nothing <laughs> worth talking about. <laughs> nothing big. No, no, but it was fun. Some silverware or something. How big was that? That was a pretty good size magnet. It looked like, you know, like a padlock, a deadbolt. So magnet fishing, you bought that and you just you cut some string on it and you go to places where people hang out and yeah, lose chuck stuff. it out. Yeah. Swimming holes. Swimming holes across the street from my mother's. We did that a bunch. Fletcher did a few other places. Did you see that guy in Maine had a um, metal detector and got the penny that he made? It was like 230 years old and it was worth like three or four grand. No. Well. Yeah, just in somebody's yard. So don't give up hope. That's, no, that's yeah. the dream, right? Yeah. You never know. <laughs> you never know. That one penny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fletcher, Fletcher's ready to go out hunting with you at some point. Yeah, no, and uh, it's, yeah, we're settling down, so. I've, cool. We've got right till January. All right, Those moral kids are good luck hunting on their first time, so yeah, you might yeah, get some gold, the that's golden true. duck or something. Yeah, yeah. Fletcher came out of the woods. Him and Max were down. They walked out with their slingshots, headed off into the woods. Come back with this skull. I'm like, Dad, look what we found! Look what we found! I'm like, great. You know, I mean, it was old. A few years. I thought it was the deer that because Seneth had hit a deer and I dragged it out in the woods. Oh yeah. And so I thought it was deer, and then they came in with the. The bottom, the jaw of the skull, and it had the two front uh, tusks, and so it was the old pig that we had, oh. Wilbur, <laughs> and so I had same thing. It had died. I dragged out in the woods, and they, they, he knew that like that was kind of the area where we dumped all the animals. So they were out there just rummaging through. Oh, Ooh, you boys being boys, yeah. make him watch Pet Cemetery. He won't be digging out there anymore. What's the? Do you have the rule? If you kill it, you got to eat it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and Jedi had a good rule too about. Uh, age of being able to use a gun well when we were growing up uh just something i mentioned chase the other yeah. day he talked to uh mentioned fletch getting a gun but when we were growing up if you could hold the gun out with one arm and hold it steady 
you were able to have that size, that caliber of a gun. So it was all based on your strength, obviously your your gun safety and your knowledge. But if you couldn't hold it out straight with one arm, then you weren't. It wasn't time for you to own a gun of that size. Sure. Even a shotgun, you have to hold it like that. Yep. Was it? You, yeah, yeah, makes sense. Good rule of thumb. Yeah, like, like, like a little four ten, little four ten gun. You know, it was yeah. it was a while before I could hold up a yeah. four ten, and once I could hold a four ten, then that's the gun I got. You know, yeah. Jedi's out there holding up rocks. Long as he can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, give me another rock, bro. Yeah, two arms out. Just yeah, put rocks in each bucket. Uh, yeah, you can hold a bazooka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the guys, I mean, seems like it's also been a pretty successful year uh, hunting-wise for deer. I mean, because most of the guys, most of the oh, girls yeah. on the crew, you know, are deer hunters. They've all got one or two. Justin's got a couple. And- Justin's got a couple, but they've also got good-sized good bucks. Yep, and and even all through social media and stuff, all friends and posts and pages and stuff, yeah, a lot of good-sized bucks have been uh, harvested this year. And it goes back to the acorns. Yeah, <laughs> easy mild summer, you know. How big, Maggie? How big was the one Ford Stevenson got? I don't know, like twenty something. Like an eighteen point buck. Wow. Doesn't even was twenty. 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 I have no idea. Don't ask 20. me. 20. Yeah, you sounded point. like you knew what you did. I like that. Very yeah. impressive. Twenty point buck. Yeah. That's funny you brought this up because I was at Four Corners today getting my coffee and I was looking up there like, there's over two hundred deer shot just at that one store in West Guyana. So times that times every tagging station. I mean, that's a lot of deer. Yeah. Here in uh, here in just uh, last I knew in Kennebec County, there's seven deer per square mile in Kennebec County. Seven deer per square mile. Yeah. Hmm. How many moose? Maybe two. Two. two one. one. Not many. Sas- Not many. Sasquatch. Ashley thinks at least two. <laughs> <laughs> Southern Sasquatch and the Northern yeah, right. Sasquatch. <laughs> uh, those videos. She'll make these videos at, at night, like you know, trees creaking and stuff, and. She's knocking, and she would be like, oh, I know, and then she'll bring up another video. I'm like, that's a stretch, honey. But sure, whatever, you know, like. Then here, coyotes just go running inside. <laughs> coyotes are everywhere. Coyotes, you got foxes, you got it all right. Yeah, we got there. a lot of foxes. Coyotes. Two foxes died last Saturday morning. One chasing a rabbit. Rabbit tried to run right, right into the um, double doors downstairs. No kidding. My parents like, holy crap, they call me up. It's like, they, Mutual Omaha, like <laughs> one fox over there, the other fox is over here, and the rabbit didn't make it. The fox in the hair. Yeah. We take that for granted, though, you know, living living in Maine a lot. Like, yeah. People are, you know. Yeah. People don't see that every day. A lot of wildlife. Like you were talking about Four Corners the other day, somebody shot that um, this question whether it was an albino deer or oh, a... Oh, uh, Yeah. Or not, but um, yeah, beautiful, beautiful buck, but it was all white with just brown spots across its neck. What's that called? It's oh, uh, piebald. 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 Yep. I know for a fact there was two albino does out there that were twins that for years, and I've seen the albino doe with two other what are baby fawns they'd be called. I have never. I never. I don't think I've seen the albino buck, but I see the albino doe a couple times a year. Yep. But but. People bring up the fact that that's, there's something going on out that area that's making that happen. Yep. It's just in the gene pool. In the gene pool, yep. yep. And it's it's a toss-up. You know, a lot of people be like, oh, it's a beautiful creature. Why would you ever shoot that or whatnot? Or, like, it's bad luck to some of the Native American cultures, you know. But somebody else will tell you that the game wardens want you to eliminate that genetic defect. 
Sure, so they yeah, so they encourage you to to shoot them. But hunters will be like, eh, it's pretty easy to see this bright white deer sitting over here in the, in the woods, you know. So right, does it taste the same? Never, I've never had <laughs> that. Yeah, no, that's probably the number one question, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've always uh, I've had uh, Australian wagyu, but I've never had West Gardner pie ball. <laughs> Uh, speaking uh, speak of the game, the guy, the BT's crew, BT and Justin and Jay, yesterday, venison burgers, like those guys this time of year, they are just cooking up a storm. One guy will start cooking, they'll have the cook, they'll be keep working, they'll have the girl getting warm. And yeah. They eat well. Oh, it smells they good, well. too. I mean, you got on those cold, cold days, and especially, yeah, we've been working a lot on Copsy, and it seems like the three camps right in a row, I mean, the wind well, just, the, yeah, that the outlet that yeah, west, that west east side of the lake, west uh, wind comes right out of the west and pounds that wood, No, December's been nice. November was a pain in the butt. Yeah, but I mean, when you're working out, you know, just with that wind whipping yeah. at you all day, it you know, it, sun will it be shining, but you. it won't. You guys are giving me a, a new sense of taste. Like, so growing up, my dad was a horrible cook. Like he and he co- shot a couple of deer, and like he wouldn't even see. I mean, it was, I was traumatized by it. It took me, all, it took Dixie probably 10 years to get me to try venison. And now I'm at the point where I'll actually, if I, I would have had a bur- venison burger if I hadn't shoved, shoved Chester's chicken in my mouth. <laughs> I'm so mad. I just take my last Chester and I come down the job site, I see the smoke, I can smell it. I'm like, oh, what an idiot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Always the way. Yeah. Fletcher would have been proud, though. <laughs> oh, he loves he it. He loves the Chester. He does. He does. Just as chickens, good stuff. Yeah, so Smoggins, yeah. Uh, so Oof. good. Yeah. But yes, I mean, Francis got a moose this season. Yep. Decent size. Well, I mean, way up north. I don't think Sarah had a permit. I don't think she's... Did she get one? No. Uh, she passed, I think, right? On yeah, her permit, I believe, was in this zone. Yeah. Which is a very, very impo- almost yep. impossible. Yeah, it's um, especially nowadays with the landowners and restrictions on property you're able to hunt but yeah the odds of finding a moose down in this area is uh pretty slim although justin put up a video he was in his deer stand two weeks ago in in chelsea and had one roll right under his deer stand so if anybody has a permit in chelsea (laughs) pretty sure there's a moose out there justin (laughs) justin stands on the corner of the smith's property and the old apple tree yeah (laughs) but you know, I don't know a lot about hunting, but I, you know, I love watching the guys and, like, you know, keeping track on social media and stuff. And I kind of learn what – I have no clue, but I'm like, okay, it's warm out, so they're not going to shoot deer today is what I've kind of gathered. And then a the t- couple warm days this year, they all got nice bucks. Yeah. So I don't know what I'm talking about, but it's fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, fun to hear Multiple stories. factors, oh, you yeah. know. A, a lot of luck's involved, unless you're spending every day in the woods finding out where these animals are moving. There's a lot of luck involved. Um, Brad got two. Brad got two. Yeah, Brad got two. And I the, didn't get one. And the reason I'm smirking like this because all Brad, God love Brad, has has a hard time getting the job site at eight a.m. all summer long. But deer season comes, he's out in the wood at four thirty. I'm like, <laughs> are you a little bad jerk? Oh, I was like, yep. And I was like, you know what? That's your thing. I get it. I get it. That's right. You know, yeah, that's your chance thing. to be yep. out in the woods, a little solitude. We, I, he, I said, you know what? I finally get this. That's like your fish show, you know, you or your shows. That I, I like my concerts, and you just love hunting, and that's your thing. So, you know, and you live for it. I mean, he was going every day before work, after work. And like Chase says, it's your solitude. Yeah. Again, like with the duck hunting for me, like you're just out there yeah. by yourself, maybe one other, and 
You're just thinking and figuring things out. Yeah. And, it, and you love it. That's what's awesome. It's your, it's your passion. Yep. You spend your money on it. You spend your time on it. Just cool how everyone has their own thing. I have too many things. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. after I get done hunting, I'm probably going to clean up and go to the concert. And <laughs> right. <laughs> then go play some hockey. Go to the concert all night and wake up in the morning and go hunting. Go to hunting. Yeah, as soon as duck season's over, it's on to ice fishing. Yeah. Ice fishing. That's Dixie's. Yeah. That's Dixie's sport. But, then, I mean, it's just, you know, there's no shortage of stuff to do around here, which is Yeah, fantastic. if you live in Maine and you're bored, it's your own fault. Really. Yeah, it's definitely your own fault. Cabin fever is brought on by yourself. Yes. And I, I definitely think this whole pandemic is making people stay outside longer. And people, that, I mean, you, you always see sportsmen outside, but you've seen a lot of other people stay outside. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what happens this winter. And hopefully with the, we get enough snow, um, that'll get all those snowmobile enthusiasts to ride right on into the woodshed yeah, here in right, Manchester. That's right. Oh, maybe, the, maybe it's coming up. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have a snowmobile trail right to the woodshed. So. Yeah, so the, the trail... The snowmobile trail goes right to JNS, and so there's going to be a connector, like a spur, basically, yep. that yep. comes here, and so they'll be able to groom it, do a loop right through, and... Jack Morrill does get the trophy for the first snowmobile he hit him. <laughs> he <does>. Scared <laughs> the hell out of us. I'm like, what is that? Like, no trail. The parking lot wasn't even there, was he? He just came no, flying. he came flying. Right down the heater bank. <laughs> Spot no fire. helmet on. <laughs> hey, guys! Jack, wear your helmet when you're on your snowmobile. Uh, <laughs> yep. So we've had, yeah, I mean, horses this summer, so we're going to have snowmobiles. It's pretty cool. Like, it's very accessible. It is. It really yeah. is. It's, it's great. I guess the horses were back there a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Yep, a pair of them came in. A couple of beautiful horses. I mean, that's America right there. You ride your... I mean, isn't that... Come on, they rode their horses to the bar in 2020. Yeah. I mean, one of the best things that happened in 2020. <laughs> you know, eighteen twenty every day, but twenty twenty. I mean, See, not many places in, the, in America say the horses ride to the bottom. No, it's true. Well, yeah, I, I lived in Wyoming. I lived in Colorado. Jenna lived out. I mean, I never saw a horse at the barn out there. Yeah, can't say as I have either. I saw a couple of mechanical bulls, but those don't yeah, count, right? Right, right. A lot of saddle seats. Yeah, yeah. I used to be able to ride my horse to school. Oh, that's cool. Did yep, you really? Yep, Pittston School Elementary. Where my mother would, uh, we'd ride the horses in. I uh, was trail through yep. the woods from my father's house all the way to Pittston School. And yep. she, Jake and I would ride in, and uh, she'd lead the horses, walk the horses back home. Or okay. ride, ride them yeah. home and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and lead the other two back. Yep. Oh, that's cool. Why don't you start riding Penny to school, Maggie? Because it's too far, and Penny is not a trail horse. You need a trail horse. That's way more fun. No. Penny's ancestors no. walked across this com- country. She could do it. Would it. What would your horse do if it didn't have a ring? Um, I, not good things. <laughs> <laughs> Just running circles yeah, on her own. It's like having you know your car for road trips, and then it's like having your pickup truck. Yeah, for off roading. Yeah, 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 yeah. You need no. one. You need one of each horse. <laughs> no. You need a show horse, and you need a, uh, a trail horse. Have you guys put in the miles on Penny? Or is she kind of? Uh, Eva's riding her. Eva's riding her. Yeah. She's doing good. Yep. I just sold the snowmobile that we took up to nine mile. Did you? Yep. And now Sarah sold it. Come on. Well, I donated it to them, and that oh, that Pepsi vending machine. Oh no! I saw that. Oh, I saw up? that was for yep, sale. I did. I spent all summer playing with it. So I had I had an old snowmobile that we I picked up when we did the original pilot up at Nine Mile. 
I mean, that thing was a workhorse. It did what we needed, but for the last two years, it's, I've just been towing around the yard with a tractor, ripped the pull cord out of it. I'm like, time to go. Time to go. I can't believe you got rid of the Pepsi machine, though. Yeah, and I had a vending machine that I tinkered with all, because my, my dream had been to put T-shirts in can shapes and sell them in the vending machine out here. I, I mean, I bought the plastic tubes. I put T-shirts in it. Has I, someone done it before? I don't know. You, you didn't see that idea somewhere? I mean, Boy, I must have seen it somewhere. Very, yeah, right. Well, yeah, very creative. Tubes from? I bought them online. Were they for vending machines? No, not like the, not, <laughs> Oh, they have to be perfect. As a, has yeah. to be like well, a, no. The issue, what what I thought originally was, I would just buy. You know how you can buy those cans. The, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. the cans we used to get. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Storage cans. Yes, exactly. Storage. But I looked into those, and those were like, I don't know, fifteen bucks a piece. They're supposed to have higher valuables stuff hidden in those. Correct, <laughs> correct. And so I bought. I found plastic tubes with covers that were the same exact size. But they weren't hard enough shells, so when it rolled them, it would just crush the plastic, and they would get jammed. Oh, and they, yep. there wasn't quite enough weight to shove it down through. And the electronics were super basic, but super complicated. Like I said, I spent all summer. I had Gavin when he was living with us, messing around with it with me at night. I vote for, for a T-shirt cannon. <laughs> when parades start coming back and stuff, like, oh, man. Dougie, we can make one of those, no problem. Potato gun T-shirt. Yeah, throw. Dougie makes them for fun with all his leftover stuff. Yeah. Yeah, once events and parades start coming back around, we've got a dunk tank. We'll have a t-shirt oh. cannon. This brings up a good question I had too. What do you do? We want to get one of those um, go karts, the manly handrails for parades. No, well, we can't have just one. <laughs> no, we, we need, need five. <laughs> we need five. Well, should we? We should. I think we should all go in on having one at least for parades to start. And like, the, I'm in. <laughs> It'd be pretty fun. I'll buy one. It would be fun. He could make. He could make it a, a Kennebec Cabin Company one. We'll just practice doing the formation figure eight. Right. Yeah. Up a ramp up over the trailer. No, they stopped that. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh. There's a fatality. The shrines. Wow. Anyways, next up. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but I, I, as long as we don't always keep all four four tires on the asphalt, we'll be fine. Well, from what I saw, they uh, those things wheelie pretty good. <laughs> those things are badass. <laughs> if you guys don't know what we're talking about, our friends at Mainly Handrails, Tom and crew are making some... Barstool go-karts. go-karts. And we are going to go up there. He has one already done that's going to the... Oh, he does um, have one done? Yeah. One's done It's going to the um, spray shop. So all the stuff, they have to make it, test it, and they pull it apart, powder coat it, put it back together. He's going to make another one. We're all going to go up there and race around like Mario Brother, Mario Kart. And they do. They look like Mario Karts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little wheels, just a stool. Nice. All right. Nice. Can we do some questions now? Yes. Okay. No more talking about go-karts. Fun's over. Fun's well, we're not done talking about go-karts. <laughs> All right. First question. How has your life changed most since becoming a main cabin master? I'm working more than I want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, life, uh, I mean, life changes all around um, for anybody, but... Um, uh, yeah, it really, my attitude in life uh, really hasn't changed much. It's, uh, yeah, I just get up and go about every day. So it's, I mean, the lifestyle's changed for sure. But, yeah, things change regardless of work or regardless of, of where and what we're at. But Yeah, I mean. My life has changed dramatically in the last six years. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, it's afforded us 
a lot more opportunities and to do fun stuff. But like you said, I mean, life your 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 life is going to change regardless. Just it opens up doors, but people don't realize that those doors you have to work to get through what's behind those doors. Yeah. It's not free. Nothing's free. Right. It, yeah. g- it gives us a wonderful opportunities, but you have to work for them. Yep. Absolutely. So it it it's a lot of work, but it you know we're lucky enough to have that opportunity. I'm still on the same page of, of the way I've always been. Work really hard to get something or go do something, or I'm still working, still working for everything I want to do. So it's it's the same. Yep. It's fun. A lot of fun. Great. You'll see soon enough. I have a job. <laughs> you do. You're doing a good job at it. You can it. see Maggie and Nori and my mother at Kennebec Cat and Company every Sunday. I'm thinking about this job she's doing right now. Anyways. She doesn't care. She what has two jobs. What does the Q stand for on your hockey jersey? Mm, that um, stands for the Quarry Taproom. Ooh. Uh, it's a local bar in town that sponsored uh, my men's league team. Awesome. Yep. Um, I'll play for any team. Anybody needs a goalie, let me know. I remember we went out to Colorado to see Jedi. Or we came down from, did we come down from Jackson Hole? Yeah. OB and I did. And we, we get into town, we're hanging out, we're skiing. Next thing you know, a big old game. So we get, you know, we go to the old arena in, in um, uh, Breckenridge. Yeah. yeah. And you had a couple games when we were there. And you were the goalie. So everywhere we went, people were like, Jedi, you want to play? We, everybody <laughs> needs a goalie. So everywhere we went, oh, for like those four or five days, everyone needed was trying to get you to play. You were already on a team. Yeah. And hockey has been... Obsolete. Obsolete. As high school level, winter sports, has hockey been... Um, I don't know. I don't... I think... I can't I haven't watch. Heard anything. I can't watch. I try not to look up on it. Like it's yeah. it's fr- it's frustrating to hear who can play, who can't play, how often they play, and how often they don't. Yeah. And we, you know, I tr- I tried once a little while back, and and half the people had to change in the parking lot. And oh yeah, like, yeah, right, right, right. But then right. then there were youth teams that had the you know every locker room possible, and yeah. it's just yeah. I've I've taken a hiatus from playing hockey, yeah. and um, I'm all right with it. Um, my body needed some healing, yeah. so. Cole said somebody offered to build a rink out back here. Yeah. I'm like, it's kind of tough when it's on a hill. Ooh, we need to <laughs> have thought about it, trust me. Uh, I've thought about it, I've, yeah. But no, it, you did. we'd have to definitely level an area oh, gosh, out. Yeah. yeah, you'd need some excavating back there, and you can't do it on a slope. Uh, I mean, you've tried. I suggested flooding the uh, bocce court and do curling instead. Uh, That'd curling be kind of cool. Is, curling it? is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, damn bocce court. Never got, <laughs> all that time and effort we had into that, we never even got to use it yet. I snuck in a couple rounds. I I made I made a few people play some bocce with me. Nice. I tried and got shut down. <laughs> right. But I also I also like the bocce where we took it all the way up the lawn and back and yeah 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 whoever was closest had the opportunity to put that jack ball yeah yeah either long distance or short right, play right, or right. you play your your landscape. That was one of those things, though, like, we just wanted to build a bocce court, and then it was done, I was like, I don't even think we can't, like, we built it, it came out awesome, it's like, uh, It's coming out for more seating. Yeah. We're going to shift it back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get we'll get Jaybird over here to shovel up some yeah. shells. Oh, that'd be so sad. It's a VIP section. Yeah. Right, that's right, in the middle of the concert venue. <laughs> okay. Um, we've never seen you without a beard. Is there anything you would consider shaving it for? Um, yeah, I, well, no, absolutely. <laughs> I've, um, yeah, I, 
I've always I've always kind of shaved my beard every spring. It's kind of a family tradition, but I just I haven't for a while. A while. I'm on the verge right now of um, throwing out a, a fundraiser of sorts, picking two two places to raise money for, given 30 days, whichever the Kennebec Valley Humane Society, if they raise the most money, then the beard comes off. If breast cancer awareness raises the most money, then the beard stays, or... Oh, making it a competition to get people to whichever one wins it, it comes off it, it stays yeah so yeah, I, yeah. yes I, I absolutely would if it, it was for a good cause absolutely i'd shave it uh, but yeah i'd like to see a little fundraising battle and and both organizations keep the the funds from that yeah but whichever one wins it either stays or it goes that's a great way to do it too other than that um yeah, no, it's here to stay. Winter's here. Yeah, winter's, <laughs> winter's here. Okay. Um, Winter is coming. <laughs> Winter has arrived. I just had a Game of Thrones. I'm so into it right now. Well, a lot of people. <laughs> oh, my God, just out of it. I haven't seen it. I, but uh, people, there's one guy, one character that I couldn't even tell you his name. But, like, <laughs> oh, this is you, this is you. We just finished season one, so we're right in the midst. Okay. Um. Where did you get Susie, and how long have you had her? I got Susie from one of our camp owners. Um, awesome, amazing couple, Mike and Kim, up in the Forks. Um, what was the what season was that? What was the Three? title of that episode? It was a caretime camp right on the Kennebec. Uh, a raft. Paddling, yeah, rafters. Paddling paradise. Paddling paradise. Um, raft. It was the old train, train depot building, right? They got um, hauled in, moved into Caraton. Yeah, Mike and Kim, um, he was a, um, a hunting guide up north, and he was kind of retiring, getting out of it. They were downsizing, couldn't take all the dogs. And, um, yeah, actually kind of that first day that we showed up and all the dogs came running out, and they stepped out of the door and said, you touch one, you're taking it home. <laughs> Dixie and I were like, Ashley too, I think. We were trying to touch every dog right, that right. ran by us, and... Um, she followed me on the job site for a month, a month and a half, every day. And Kim had told me one point that uh, she it, she knew the sound of my vehicle. So when I'd pull in in the morning, Susie would be right there at the door waiting <laughs> to get let out. But, um, yeah, by uh, by a miracle, I got my beautiful Susie. Thank you, Mike and Kim. She's safe and healthy and happy and more uh, famous hunting. than I am. She's more famous than I am. <laughs> was that season two, right? Yes. I think season two. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was the first place I ever, one of the first places I worked with Doug. I remember I had, to, I had to bring Doug up there. I didn't really know him. Yeah. And it was a shitty job. And it was like wet and snowy. And we had to dig out the plumbing to put in the dirt because we were putting over mm. it. Right. And he never complained and, and like just being Doug. That seems like so long ago. It does. Yeah. <laughs> Forever. Forever. Just yesterday. All right. One last question. What is your favorite thing about being a main cabin master? Hmm. That's the free Allagash beer? The free <laughs> Allagash <laughs> beer. And, yeah. Um, I there's, there's so many things to be happy and thankful for, for being involved with the main cab messes, you know, it's um, to pick one thing's I think is impossible. But 
um, just to what we're able to do for, for some of these homeowners, really. The, the satisfaction of, of giving somebody something that they have either spent weekends or nights or time away from family, trying to make a better place for a family, like that right there. Yeah, that's, that's probably it right there. Giving people uh, something that they have worked hard at, not been able to work yep. their hardest yep. at, and and um, yeah, or really. something. Yeah, people are just starting out to make you know memories and start those family memories. Absolutely, all, the three of us and and a lot of people here we've, we've born into that. You know, we've had those opportunities and growing up with the family on the lake and going to camp and yes. you know my camp's only twenty minutes away from my house, but it was. A, a place world to away, get, really. A yeah, world yeah. away, and that it separation. really was. I remember as a kid that drive from Pittston to Monmouth <laughs> was just like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it took yeah. like five hours, but we were headed to camp. You know, we were going to yeah. go to camp. Nice. But. Excellent. Good questions again. Yeah. Yeah. Great questions. Good answers. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, good to see you, Jedi. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> Susie next time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so we will uh, be right back, but enjoy this Hero Media Arts video in the meantime. Yeah. Okay. Cool. See you, bud. Your small business is the best of who you are. Passion, dedication, and pride. It's your hero's journey. Hero Media Arts helps you expand your audience by making real connections with people who like your story, quickly turning strangers into loyal customers. We'll provide a unique and engaging video profile, help you polish your online presence, and get you started in social media advertising, too. Everything is different now. Authenticity sells. Let Hero Media Arts tell your story and grow your business. My son lobsters now, and my husband and my grandchildren lobster. My father's family are some of the first settlers in friendship, so we've been here for a long time. In 2012, price of lobster was really low that summer, and so we were looking for different ways to market Maine lobster. I remember one time some dogs came here and were trying to get lobster off the picnic table and I went, huh. I just started looking at a basic dog treat recipe and trying to work with it and I needed to be able to manage the dough. And you know, people will say, I didn't know dogs like lobster. I really don't have dogs, turn them down. In the beginning, I had to go knocking on doors, but Probably the best thing I did was I became a vendor at the Rockland Farmer's Market. Then I learned a lot from the other vendors. I learned a lot from the people bringing their dogs. Everybody has just been helpful and fun about the whole process. It's been really, it's been really good. No, I wasn't young and I'm not young, but I just thought, you know, if I don't try this, I'm really going to regret this in a few years, so I'm just going to go and try this and see. Yes, 
yeah, it's it's great, and I hope it represents Maine, you know, and the lobstering industry. That was another cool video. Another one. Every time. Another hero. I wonder how many heroes are on my own, like my street. Everyone could have a cool video. Just how to capture it. Yes, absolutely. Hero Media Arts does a great job. They do a great job. You see the one from Mark, the um, gentleman that became a fan from um, New York or Pennsylvania? It's kind of a faith face. He, he lost all the um, weight, and he came up with his family. Yeah. They, they did yeah, a really yeah. cool video for about him, too, so check it out if you haven't seen it. Nice. Nice. Yeah, so we've got time for a few questions, if Maggie has them. I do. Okay. All right. So I know we've already answered this one, but just if we could answer it again. How do you do that on that budget? Yeah. How do you do <laughs> that? No, you're kidding. With such no. low budget. No, you're kidding, aren't you? No. Oh, come on. Go back. Rewind. Yeah. My go-to answer <laughs> now every time is... Go look at the first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing how much money you can save if you don't have somebody telling you exactly how they want it done. Yes, and really no sheetrock, no painting on the interior. Reduce, reuse, recycle, salvage. Absolutely. And these Eastern white pine. Eastern white pine. Say that again. Everywhere. Eastern white pine everywhere. Yes. It inexpensive, not cheap, inexpensive. Inexpensive. Beautiful. Versatile. Readily available. Yep. Gorgeous. Yeah, and East, you can treat it in so many different ways. Eastern white pine. Yeah. You don't have to call some Frenchman to come sand it, like me. You know, like you don't have to do anything. Like you just throw it up and go. It's great. It's not like sheetrock. And these are camps. These are camps. These are camps. And I can't stress enough. The camp owners, you know, they put together a list of what they they hope to get. They don't get everything. There, you know, like we take that budget as far as we possibly can and leave them something that they can build off. Them. Now the big one, we don't upcharge our materials. Correct. I'll get a, oh, and so t- on a side note, we, I, I did an um, estimate today for the Manchester Fire Department. Yeah. And, you know, the, Manchester's good to us. So, like, one of those, I like, oh, you know, how much is going to cost? I'm like, we're not, we don't, we'll give it to you for cost. We'll, you know, throw a couple guys on it. And we're not going to make any money, like, on it. And they're like, oh, you, you can make money. If you, I, we understand. I go, no, just next time we make a mistake, I want to be in your good graces. They said, they said perfect, and they started laughing. Sadly, that's way more yeah. valuable to yeah, us. Yeah, that's way more valuable to us. But, yes, by being on the television show, there, you know, there's incentives that allow us to keep costs down for the camp owner as well. And and like we said, to be honest, it's camp. Like We're not going back to the Midasaw ten times. Paint, there might be paint spotted. If you looked really close, I mean, it's camp. Yep. yep. And we worked within the budgets. You know, if it's a higher budget, we might – Slow oh, down sure. and make our minor cuts better, but we just crank and you know the guys that faster what they're doing and yeah, that's, that's exactly it. We're gonna answer that question till the day we die. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'll be throwing dirt on me. People still won't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> it's cause of the Eastern White Pond. I get asked it at school. <laughs> I know. Oh, I, now I know why you can't stand us. I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like my teachers that watch the show will ask. How do they do that? Anyways. All right. Do you guys actually work on all the job sites, or is that just for the cameras? It's pretty – We work on every job site. It uh, may not be swinging a hammer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are heavily involved in every single project we do. The first 
three seasons we were physically on. First couple seasons we were physically on everyone. Correct, correct. And then you and I kind of bounce, bounce around and put out fires and help where's needed. I mean, it, but it this, went, yeah, it went from the six of us, and now we're up to the height of summer. I mean, 20, 24 guys. But it's not members. It's not like we don't. We just don't fly in and like we we work on. You're right. But there's some camps where I don't work a lot on. You know, I might have just come here and helped them and do this and that. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm spending more majority of my time on the other camp. But we all, you know, spend some time on them. For sure, for sure. They, they did say season one. They like, oh yeah, most of these shows people come in and like they don't you know don't even do the work. And I mean, and I think that's why our show is so popular because we do the work, you know, and you can see that. You know, a lot of these shows, you're like, oh, they're putting in the first tile or the last tile yeah. or they're starting painting or finishing. Like, and I think, honestly, we would prefer to be on the job site working all the time. But, you know, to keep everything moving at this pace, and we, we there's just not time. We're just not. It's funny when they ask that question, you know, I'm just like, ah. we're not on the, every job all the time. No, but we are definitely heavily involved with everyone. How the six of us did 10 of them season one is beyond me. Well, it's... But, I mean, we were... We had season spice. one, we were going seven days a week. I mean, remember those reveals where we were oh, yeah. at the camp to like, 10, 11 o'clock yeah. at night? Like, didn't see family for weeks at a time. Like... Yeah. It was bad. It was hard. <laughs> it has gotten easier. Yes. All right. And we asked Jedi this question, but how have your lives changed most since the start of Main Cabin Masters? Interesting question. So many, so many answers. Like, yeah, I definitely. There's a lot more going on now. A lot more going on. And I'd say we're busier, but I think we'd be this busy with or without the show. You know, it's a different type of type of busy. Like, yes, different type of busy. Correct. Um, Correct. You know, we're we're lucky. You know, financially, there's more opportunity for us to yep. make money. Yep. But you know, the more money you make, the more you spend, and the you know, it, it, yeah, the the, the it, it's. There's more work involved with everything. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, we're, you know, we've got this great headquarters. We're able to do a retail store, able to do a bar. We have our own bar now. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we have our own podcast. Yeah. We've been very, it's, we're very, very fortunate. Extremely fortunate. But, and, you know, we're super appreciative. And we met so many cool people. Yep. So, and learned, learned so much about our, and I'm just amazed at how cool our state is. Like, I thought, I love Maine, but now Maine is just, there's so much cool yeah. stuff going on. And it's always evolving. Correct. And it's like anything else. I mean, it's got its good days, its bad days. Some days the problems just pour right, dump right on you. Other days... We've had one of those weeks. <laughs> <laughs> We've had one of those weeks. Yeah, but you know, it's it's a wave. If you'll have good days and bad days. When agencies with three-letter acronyms start reaching out to you, you know it's one of those weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not the FBI. <laughs> yeah. So our last question will be, where do you guys hope to see yourself in five years? <laughs> Skinnier and in a new studio. <laughs> oh, I was going to say sitting right here with Maggie asking oh, us questions. Oh, nice. No. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no. I think we'd be, um, I mean, hopefully we're in a, maybe we can redo this piece more state of the art. New wallpaper? Yeah, I'll give you, know, you that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll still be doing, we'll still be doing camps and cabins. Yeah. I don't plan on leaving Maine anytime soon. For I could see myself with a vac, some to go in somewhere warm in like January, February, maybe someday. Yeah, yeah. But doing this, I love Maine. Doing cabins. Yeah. Doing what we do. Yeah, 
having yeah worldwide headquarters just going to grow and expand. I don't know if we'll have the whole town of Manchester taken over by them, but we'll see. <laughs> but hopefully they're still supporting us. <laughs> yeah, we love you, Manchester. No, but I think they're doing the same thing. Yeah. I mean, that's just it. We were doing this before the show, and, you know, I see us doing it after the show. Maybe so Brad will be running more jobs and we can stay lay back a little bit. Right, 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 right. right. Fletcher will be swinging a hammer more. <laughs> <laughs> Eva's boyfriend will be running a crew. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Good question. Yeah, great question. I love the questions. It, like for the guests and everything. It's like stuff I wouldn't wouldn't ask or yeah, wouldn't so, think to ask. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. Keep the questions coming. You know, check it out on Facebook. We do have some great new merchandise to show off. Some new toques. It's a toque. It's a toque. Why is it a toque? That's what you call it in Canada. If it's a hat with pom poms, those are serious pom poms. The toques. So, do you know why hats have pom poms? Not a clue. I believe it was the... Oh, jeez. Now I don't know. <laughs> I know why. Why? So sailors? Something yeah. like sailors, right? Yeah. British Navy? You told me this a long time ago. One of the navies put pom-poms on their hats so when they're working on the boats, they don't hit their heads. Yeah, but every other navy made fun of them after that. Hey. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Saved but these are nice hats. Um, they've got a cool uh, leather-embroidered Kennebec oh, they got a company logo, logo on, on it. it. Yeah. That's cool. But these are available on our website. Yeah, so if you didn't, if you're not going to get what you want for Christmas, yeah. buy a hat. Buy a toque. Buy a toque. And that's the only product we have. But we're going to end with a trivia question. We're going to get back to the trivia questions. And it's from So You Think You Know Maine, which is a yeah. famous Maine. Famous Maine game. Maine game. And what your mom, she... What grade yeah. was it? My mom taught fourth grade. She did a main uh, section every year. Every kid in fourth grade has a main section, right? And the, yeah. Like, so you're thinking they no main is a game. Yeah. What was it on a TV show or something? They back turned in it the into day? a TV okay. show for a while, and I have to pick up a vintage in mint condition. So you think you know main game out of yard sale? And Maine has a long history of board games because his little fact. That's right. Right down the road in Vianna, Maine. Yep. Milton. Mil- Milton Bradley. Home of Milton Bradley. I mean, that's what? Do you, you know that, Maggie? Ten, no. ten miles as a crow flies? I don't even yeah. know who that is. He invented a Milton Bradley? Don't know. Do your research. All I right, assume what's he the question? Games. What's the question? All right. Today's trivia question is, what main town was briefly captured by the Dutch? Does it say when? Nope. Interesting. I got some ideas. Can we, can we discuss this or not? No. No. Next week we can. Yep. The Dutch. What main town was briefly captured by the Dutch? Oh, this. I that, wonder if they were all wearing hats with pom poms. There's that Dutch dairy treat up in Wilton. The ice cream place in Wilton. Wilton, Wilton. I'm going Wilton, May, baby. <laughs> oh, thank you for tuning in again, and thank you to our sponsors, Nelma. Nelma.org, SprucePineFur.org, and EasternWhitePine.org, Hero Media Arts, HeroMediaArts.com, and Hammond Lumber Company, the official building materials supplier of Kennebec Cabin Company. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Maggie. See ya. See you next week, and from the woodshed, we'll be talking to you.